You guys, fitness has seriously brought the most amazing people into my life, and I'm so excited to continue introducing them to you. Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I am your host, Melissa Impet, and today I have the honor to invite a brand new guest on. Her name is Julie, and we had the pleasure of meeting on Instagram. Julie is from California. She is incredibly passionate about weightlifting, just like me, and her fitness journey started just a few years ago. So I wanted to invite her onto the show so she could tell you all about how fitness has made such a big impact in her life. Julie's words are so sweet. She is such a nice girl. I can't wait to actually meet her in person one day, but you're really going to enjoy this interview. So sit back, listen in, and get motivated and inspired by our friend Julie. Thank you so much, Melissa, and it's so nice to meet you virtually and virtually talk to meet you, you. <laughs> <laughs> and to and to talk with you just to share about each other's stories. I, I yeah. always love meeting people through Instagram and just I feel like fitness connects people on like a whole nother level. So. I totally agree with you. I t- it's like it's like we're family already, and we haven't even met each other yet. It's really funny. Exactly. It's so great. And it can really change like your outlook on life. And then it also introduces you to this whole new world. So it's really, really awesome to be here. And I think a couple of years ago, I would never have expected to be on a podcast talking to another fit chick about fitness because I was not athletic growing up. That's awesome. (laughs) So this is definitely, yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone. Thanks so much for being brave and joining us. And it's really fun too, because we're on opposite coasts right now. Yes, uh, Boston and LA. Yeah. So covering from coast to coast. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your journey. How did fitness become a part of your life? So like I mentioned, I was not athletic growing up. I played some golf and I played some tennis with my family, but I was never really passionate about sports or being active. And um, I never knew that exercise was important. I thought that as long as you looked healthy, you were fine and you didn't need to exercise. Mm. And it wasn't until a few years ago when I was at the lowest point in my life Mm. that fitness came to play a big role in me changing my outlook on myself and on my life. Um, And then it changed my life. So um, I was really, really depressed a few years ago because I felt like I had just ruined my life. Hmm. Um, Growing up, I was always kind of like the A student that had a plan and always knew her next move. Mm. So I did everything calculated. I did everything the right way, the way you're supposed to in order to be successful. I went to a good school. Um, And then I got a good full-time job afterward. But then a few years later, I realized I was really unhappy. And so um, I jumped ship from one company to another. uh, And it was a corporate position, but it was with Disney. And I was so stoked. I thought I was going to have my dream job and everything was going to be so great. And I was going to be extremely happy. But it turned out the job with Disney wasn't what I had expected. And so I had to one day quit because I just couldn't, I couldn't wow. be there anymore. Yeah, it was draining and <laughs> It was draining me. And I realized that the only person who could change that was myself. Mm-hmm. But I began to question everything in my life because I felt like I had, I had lost control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I was always the girl with the plan, but I didn't have a plan anymore. And I just mm-hmm. quit with no plan B. 
And so I felt like I had just ruined my life and I was a failure. And I felt really disappointed in myself and ashamed that I couldn't just hang in there. So I couldn't do anything for a while. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I lost a bunch of weight and it was really unhealthy. And my mental state was in shambles. And I didn't have any money, so I couldn't really go out and do anything to distract myself. And the only thing that I could do was go to the gym with my boyfriend because he had like a free guest pass with his gym membership. And at first, I was really intimidated. um, And I would have really bad days at the gym, too, because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it was all new and scary. Um, But over a couple of months, over a few months, actually, I started to figure things out. And I saw myself getting stronger and I saw myself getting better and I saw progress. And so that's where the addiction began, right? (laughs) Yes. And it, and it, and then the endorphins too, right? You get that rush of an energy and that like runner's high, if you will, but from the gym and I started to gain my confidence back. And like the gym is where I turned my life around and I realized there's so much more to life. And of course everything got better, but that was where I really regained my confidence. Wow. What a powerful story. (laughs) Really what's coming to mind for me is congratulations for really standing up for yourself and for your happiness, because I know that there's so many people who are so unhappy in their job, but they're too scared to take take that jump and actually leave. So congratulations for you for really trusting in the process, you know, knowing that it wasn't a right fit for you and doing something about it. Thanks so much, Melissa. It It must have been, it must have been scary, but I bet you're so much happier now. Yes. Where I was two years ago versus where I am today is completely different. And I feel like I'm a completely different, but better person because of that. Wow. Such a yeah. powerful story. <laughs> wow. So fitness, fitness has truly made such a big impact in your life then. Yes. Physically yeah. and emotionally. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what type of fitness are you into? Tell us a little bit about what your workouts are like. I do a lot of weightlifting. Yay! I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you a weightlifter too? <laughs> oh yeah. In a big way. Yep. Yes. I love weightlifting. <laughs> and it's so funny because I feel like growing up, all of us girls are, are, I don't, we're never told to not lift weights, but then it's kind of like this taboo where yeah, it it's should be only, the norm. yeah, it's yeah. Yep. and you only see guys in the gym really, and they're pumping iron and you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger and you, and you worry that you're going to get massive and huge and super <laughs> bulky. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like, so not true. These, like grunting noises. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. And like all these negative masculine things, but then in reality, number one, it's actually so hard to bulk up like that. Yes, like it, it would, is. It would take a lot of time and money and food and yep. just like constant, constant working out. So I was going to say yeah. the women who are super built and look more masculine are not typically doing it naturally these days. Yeah. 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 And, nope. and, or if they are doing it naturally, that's years and years, years of commitment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to look like that. Like yeah, they're purposely exactly. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still pretty new to lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to, you know, focus on both my upper and lower body. Mm-hmm. I don't do CrossFit or anything like that. I just go to the gym and yeah. do my routines, like my own splits. Um, cool. I work out with my boyfriend. So we're each other's gym buddies. That's and awesome. I love, I love working out, of course, the booty. Yeah, but I'm trying like, to, <laughs> but I'm trying to develop my upper body more and like get oh. upper body strength too. What, what kind of uh, weightlifting do you do? 
So I love legs. Legs have just always been my favorite. I don't really know why. I think when I first got started, I've been lifting for seven years now. Yeah, I think wow. it's yeah, right around seven. I should really try you to calculate. Go, girl. Yeah. But um, I always used to hate legs at first because of how sore I would get. But then I started realizing like how strong I actually was. And when you start seeing your own strength, it becomes really addicting. So I started realizing, wow, my lower body is really strong. So it started becoming my favorite. Um, I do really love to focus on full body though, because when you have a nicer upper body, right? Like I always tell my clients, your upper body, your shoulders is what frames your body. Like when someone's looking at you, your shoulders are really what they see first. So I love focusing on full body. However, I typically do train legs twice a week. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm similar. Um, I, I try to work out legs two to three times a week. Um, but then I, I just recently decided to focus a little bit more on upper body and I love working out back and shoulders because that's how you can look so great in your dresses or your summer tops. Yes. So true. (laughs) Yeah. For real. And it's, it's just so fun to see your body transform. It really and is. I think, I think that's what had me coming back, going back all the time was obviously the gym was my place to relieve stress and to just focus on myself. Like when my headphones go on, it's like I tune the rest of the world out. So that was amazing for me. But then also in the mirror, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to look different. And it's, it's that addicting, like, I need more of this. I want to go every day. Totally. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really cool having a gym partner too. Yes, it is. It makes yeah. it a lot easier, especially because he was my personal trainer and still kind of is. How when perfect. I didn't, yeah, when I didn't know how to do anything, he was always the one to teach me how to do the proper form and he would correct me. He'd also encourage me if I was like not really feeling it or if I felt discouraged. Yeah. So having an accountability buddy really mm-hmm. helps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really important. Someone that's going to be there to kind of cheer you on, but also support you. Because, you know, it is it is a journey, especially when you're brand new into the weight room. Like you said, it is a little intimidating. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you walk into the weight room, the majority of people in there are men. Yes. And, and they I are think, going to look at you yeah. if you are a woman, just because it's so strange. Yeah. And I think that that, I think that it's starting to change. I think that, you know, there's more women these days um, really starting to work out, but it's true that, you know, you are going to get looked at, but so how do you think, how did you get over that? Getting over the intimidation factor? Yeah. The intimidation and just knowing that like other people are watching you, because I think that that's what a lot of women are freaked out about. They're like, Oh my God, people are looking at me. How did you get Um, past that? Well, I, number one, I try to block it out by just not making eye contact. Sometimes I'll feel them watching me, Mm -hmm. but I realized that number one, um, they're not going to be watching me the whole time. So I don't have to worry about that. Everyone's there for a reason and everyone's doing their own workouts. And then number two, sometimes I catch myself like staring off into random space um, in between workouts because I'm just like in the zone yeah. and I'm not like necessarily watching anyone, but I might make eye contact with someone once yeah. in a while. Yeah. And so it happens to everyone. It's not just the guys watching the girls. Yeah, it's what also a great the girls point. at the gym. <laughs> yeah. What a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And then what I always try to remind myself is 
they might not be looking at me negatively. Like maybe I'm teaching them something new. You know what I mean? And it's just- That too. It's something that you really just have to push through and mentally remind yourself that who cares? Who cares? You know, everyone had a day one. Everyone went to the gym for the very first time at some point in their life. They all started working out for the first time in their life at one point. So- Exactly. Or maybe they're just admiring your cute workout outfit and they're making notes so that they can buy it for their girlfriend. (laughs) You guys, I can't wait for you to check out Julie on Instagram because she has the cutest gym fashion. And and all of my people know me. I love my gym fashion. I do. I love, I actually went to college for fashion and I think it's funny because I didn't use my degree whatsoever. However, I can put together a nice gym outfit. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. That is a skill in itself. That is so cool. (laughs) Okay. So I know you're going to agree with me on this, but I feel like I have better workouts when I like my outfit. 100% accurate. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's look good, feel good, right? It's so true. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Melissa, are you just like trying to justify your shopping addiction? And I don't know, but I really do feel like I have a better workout when I, when I feel good in my clothes. No, I totally agree with you because when I first started working out, I would look at everyone's Instagrams and say, oh, you know, those clothes are not necessary. Um, It's just extra money that you're spending. But so I would just wear like my old t-shirts that were oversized or Mm -hmm. a little wrinkly or dirty and like whatever I would find, you know, from like Mm -hmm. Forever 21 for a a couple of bucks. But then number one, the quality, it it just kind of makes you feel restricted or itchy or... Mm -hmm. Or what or whatnot, and then you feel kind of bummy too. Yeah. So you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror when you're like doing your workout, so you're not checking your form as much. Yeah. But then once I started buying Gymshark clothes, (laughs) 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 I am such a Gymshark junkie. But I literally feel like a superhero every time I put on my outfit, and it just gives me that confidence boost that hey, like I'm here and I'm ready. Yes. And the clothes do fit well, so mm-hmm. you feel like you, you don't need to worry about you know your underwear showing or what have you. you yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say too. I'm always reminding my clients that because if you're constantly worried about pulling your pants up or adjusting something and you're already feeling a little bit insecure in the gym as it is, then that's just going to add to the stress and it really is going to affect your workout. So, you know, for the new people who might not understand the Gymshark obsession yet, Marshall, (laughs) Max, you can still get really cute stuff at better price, but feel comfortable in it for sure. You don't want to wear something that you feel insecure in because that's going to show in your workout. Yeah, totally. So other, so other than having cute, cute outfits making your making your workouts better, what are some other valuable lessons that you feel like fitness has helped teach you? I feel like fitness lessons can be applied throughout life, and I always bug my boyfriend with these annoying analogies between the gym and life, but it's so true. So like number one, you have to focus on yourself um, if you want to reach your goals, don't compare yourself to others because everybody has their own journey, whether that's in fitness or in life. So you shouldn't be too concerned with how, how much faster someone else seems to be Mm -hmm. progressing. Everyone has their own pace and everyone has their own journey. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. Mm -hmm. And there are so many other things, but, um, 
it's really given me the confidence boost that I can do whatever I set my mind to. Yes. It's going to take time though. Results take time. But as long as you're moving forward, as long as you're consistent, you're going to get there and you're going to achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That fires <laughs> me up just hearing you say that. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. You know, I used to like watch YouTube videos and different fitness people on YouTube and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like how are they using that much weight? And now I'm in the weight room, like lifting more than the guy next to me. And it's like, (laughs) wow, it's, it's the compound effect, right? I started off, I just kept showing up. I kept pushing myself and everything compiles after time and your strength really builds. And Oh, it's the best feeling. It really is. Yes, it really is. Especially when you hit your new personal records and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, I never thought I would get to this, to this weight and yeah. you're crushing it. Yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah. It was just like, I feel like you're very similar to, to myself where it was just the perfect way to make myself proud. Because, you know, like I didn't feel like when I first got into fitness, I didn't feel like there was many things that I was very good at. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, how can I be like making myself excited and making myself feel proud? And the gym just was the absolute perfect way for me to implement something in my life where every day I could be like, wow, nice job, Melissa. You know, pat yeah. myself on the back. <laughs> yes. You always, yeah. It's always like such a great sense of accomplishment after you leave the gym. Mm-hmm. And even if you weren't feeling like you wanted to go to the gym that day, after you go, you just feel so much better about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And it's true that not every day at the gym is the best day. Like Mm -hmm. there's plenty of days where I don't have very good workouts, but I still went and I still showed up for myself. And I think that's really powerful. Like even on those days where you don't feel like going to the gym and you get yourself there, that's a reason in itself to be proud of yourself. Yes. And that's how you consistently keep up your routine long after the motivation has gone. Cause like there are going to be those days, no matter who you are, whether you are like us or someone who's just starting to go to the gym or if you are I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger like (laughs) everyone has days where they don't feel like going to the gym Mm -hmm. but the fact that you went just like it contributes like you said the compound effect yeah yep yeah so now let's talk about rest days though because that's (laughs) equally important right and Mm -hmm. it's challenging for me sometimes because I love going to the gym and it is such a big part of my routine how many do you usually take like one rest day a week or two rest days a week how do you schedule that I try only to take one or two rest days a week Mm -hmm. but now that it's summer and there are so many things to do um, it's been more like three rest days a week um, or if I or like three and a half because I won't have full workouts because Mm -hmm. I'll be busy on the weekends. Um, I think it's all about balance, right? Uh, You want to make sure that you're giving your body enough rest because it physically needs time to recover and you don't want to overwork yourself because then that's how you get injured and that's just going to, you know, then that sets you back so much. You you don't want to overdo it and then like set yourself back. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you also don't want to like be too easy on yourself Mm -hmm. because the only way you'll grow is if you challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody is different and everyone has different um, like numbers of rest days that they should do according to their goals. But like you shouldn't skip your rest days, but you shouldn't like be too lenient on yourself either. Yeah. Finding that fine line in between. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do try to remind people because especially, you know, just starting your fitness journey and being really excited to see results, going to the gym seven days a week is not going to get you there any quicker. 
if no. anything, <laughs> if you do get injured, it's just going to set you back. So even though you're excited and you want to see the results, you've, like Julie said, you have to give your body time to repair, especially if you're building muscle. You know, your, body's, your body needs building, lifting weights is actually tearing your muscle. And you need to give your muscle time to, re, to regrow in order to see, you know, the gains. So I agree with that. Um, I like taking like an active rest day. So I still do something active, you know, um, for me, like I love yoga. I don't know if you're familiar with yoga at all, but I love doing different types of yoga. And a lot of the times it's right on YouTube. That's awesome. (laughs) For my rest day, I'll put on some kind of yoga video. So that way I'm still stretching and I'm still somewhat active, but, um, not like going and lifting seven days a week. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I try to take active rest days too. So Mm -hmm. I live right across from this outdoor mall, just Mm -hmm. like a few blocks down. So on those days that I'm not at the gym, I try to take like a power walk just through the mall and then back. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) Still getting your steps in. (laughs) Yeah, and then you walk up the stairs instead of taking the elevator too. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a perfect segue. What do you think actually keeps you motivated? Like, how do you keep your motivation up? Um, two main things. Number one, so that I can look and feel good about myself now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, thinking about the future. Because mm-hmm. I, you already know I'm a planner and I always look into the future. Mm-hmm. So 30, 40 years from now, when I'm like 50, 60, 70, and beyond, Beyond. I still want to be able to be mobile and I want to be able to walk and be healthy and not have to worry about like being frail or fracturing my hip. Um, Maybe that sounds a little bit morbid, but I'm doing all that I'm doing now so that I can kind of pave the way for the best and healthiest future for myself too. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I love how you just put that. Yeah, (laughs) it's so true. It's so true. Like people who aren't paying attention to their bodies now are just setting themselves up for such a hard, strenuous life as they age. Yeah. And that's, it's very personal to me because my dad, um, when he he was, he was relatively young, but Mm -hmm. he got extremely ill and, um, it was all due to his lifestyle choices, Mm -hmm. his nutrition, Mm -hmm. his lack of exercise, a very sedentary lifestyle um, one day, you know, he, he was experiencing quite a few health issues. He was diagnosed with Graves disease. He had some thyroid issues. Mm. Um, and then he also has, um, oh, I forgot what exactly it's called, but he started losing pigment in his skin and Mm. it's something that Michael Jackson also had. So a lot of, a lot of troubling things were happening and he was going to the doctor a lot. And, um, one day by, I guess like a miracle um, because it saved his life. They found a tumor in his brain wow. and uh, it was just so unexpected. Um, but it, but like he had to deal with all of these issues because of his lifestyle choices and they had all built up to these problems. Mm-hmm. And it was such a hard road for him and for my family um, for a few years, but luckily he's out of the woods. But because of that experience, it really made me realize how precious life is and yeah. how precious health is. Health is really wealth. And if we don't have that, then we have nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Such a hard, it's a hard thing to have to go through, but how eye-opening and amazing for you. Yeah. Really... Thank God he's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's powerful. And I know that there's so many listeners listening right now who have plenty of people in their family who chose not to focus on their health. And because of that, you know, everyone kind of suffers. It's not just them suffering. It's, it's the whole family. It's the, it's painful watching people, you know, go through struggles with their health. So it's almost like this responsibility to get healthy for ourselves, but also for everyone else around us. Yeah. That's so beautifully put. Yeah, it's crazy when you start thinking about your own <laughs> health as a responsibility because you don't want the people around you to have to suffer, you know, yeah. seeing you ill or having health issues of any sorts. <laughs> so I'm sure seeing your dad suffer with so many issues like that really inspired you to get active. But what were some of the other reasons that you really took the plunge to actually start going to the gym? Yeah, so I never like grew up with a thing. I was I was like a jack of all trades, but master mm-hmm. of none. And I didn't really have anything I was super passionate about until fitness. Mm-hmm. And um, and and to be honest, like this maybe this sounds a little bit weird, but I always had a little trouble connecting with other women um, mm-hmm. throughout my life. I, I just like I wasn't super girly, or like I didn't really. I wasn't really into any of the things that girls were really into, like TV shows or makeup or whatever. Um, so it was harder for me to make girlfriends. But surprisingly, through going to the gym and lifting weights, which sounds like such a manly thing, yeah. I've made so many female friends, wow. like so many powerful female friends. And I, like I never would have met them if I didn't go to the gym. That's actually so cool that you mentioned that because now <laughs> that I'm like thinking about my own life, like I totally agree with you. Fitness has really brought so many people into my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really interesting. So here's a good question. How do you actually like make friends in the gym? Because I know I've talked to quite a few people who are almost like intimidated to actually talk with other people in the gym, especially because people have their headphones in. And so how do you actually go about making a friend in the gym? I have this really cute meet cute story of one of my really good friends that I met at the gym. Yeah. Um, so I started going to this gym like last year and I saw this girl from across the room. She was wearing a Gymshark outfit and I, sp- <laughs> and I spotted her immediately and I knew exactly what she was wearing, what collection it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, a fellow Gymshark junkie. Like there's no way she'd be wearing this if she weren't into Gymshark yeah. the way I am. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go and talk to her, but she was in the middle of her workout and she had her headphones in. Yeah, and you and- didn't want to be rude. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to be rude and I didn't want to be weird or yeah. creepy, right? Yeah. And, and I was like, what am I going to say to her? Am I going to walk up, touch her on the shoulder and be like, hey, Gymshark, I like it too. Hey, I like the outfit. <laughs> hey, you yeah. look real cute in your outfit. <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's just too weird. So a couple more times came and went when like where we would be at the gym at the same time and we would both be wearing Gymshark. So one day I was like going to the bathroom and I saw her and she wasn't wearing her headphones and I just decided to go for it. Yeah. And this is how guys must feel when they walk up to girls. I and always just- think that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what it feels like now to try to get a girl's number. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I was like, wow, this is such a role reversal. But I just yeah. walked up to her and I said, hey, um, I saw you wearing Gymshark the other day and I <laughs> just had to say I love Gymshark too. So I said like exactly what I thought was weird, but I said it anyway. And then that's how we became friends. And ever since then, we've been, we've been really good friends. We, 
um, talk outside of the gym and we're going to go on a double date so soon with like our boyfriends. Aww. So it's so good. And then she went to the UK for a Gymshark event and she helped me buy one of the sets before it launched online. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So working out. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, that's awesome because I know it's it's definitely it's definitely not easy. So that's that's really good advice. I'm a big complimenter. I love like I love making people smile. I think that's like one of my purposes here on this earth is to just make people smile and I think complimenting is a great way of doing that. So I it think that's is. the perfect way to make a friend because, you know, unfortunately the way, you know, girls can be sometimes they're catty and and it's just complimenting someone's just a nice easy way to break the awkward ice you know totally especially if it's genuine you know yeah. oh yeah I definitely am always genuine I'm not gonna tell yeah. someone that I like something if I don't actually yeah <laughs> like a mean girls moment yeah no I'm like your bracelet <laughs> That is so funny. Oh my gosh, Julie, this has been so much fun. I've really thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you. Same here, Melissa. I always love talking to other women in fitness. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Fun. It's so fun. It's so positive and exciting and inspirational. So I would love to uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Where's the best place that they can connect with you? Well, you can definitely find me on Instagram at intentionally Julie. Intentionally. No, that's a mouthful. That's cool. I love it. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to put it in the show notes too. <laughs> oh, thank you. And then um, I do have a blog. I haven't been on it in a while, but I have some cool articles, intentionallyjulie.com. Cool. And then you can also find me on YouTube. Nice. Awesome. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes so that people can find you and connect with you and have more friends, passionate fitness chicks that can follow each other. So, um, so before we end this, I would love to know if you have any type of advice that you can leave the listeners with. I would say believe in yourself, no matter what goals you're trying to achieve, you are stronger than you may think and you're going to surprise yourself. So just go for it. Yeah. Just go for it. I love it. Cool. Thank you so much, Julie. Such a blast chatting with you. And hopefully we'll see you on the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast again sometime soon. I would love that. Please let me know anytime. Yeah, for sure. Pretty positive that the two of us could have just gone on and on and on and on talking about how passionate we are about health and fitness and just doing whatever we can to share this vision and inspire you all. So I will make sure to invite Julie back onto the show because I had such a blast talking with her. I really hope that this episode brightened up your day. As always, if you know anyone who is passionate about health and fitness and would like to share their story with all of our listeners, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is a underscore healthy underscore attitude. So shoot me a message. Give me their name so I can reach out to them and get them into my schedule because we would love to hear their story here on the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I appreciate all of you listeners so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are the reason why I keep showing up, so I cannot thank you enough. Until next time. Mwah.